Hi, and welcome to another edition of The Spirituality of Mental Health, a deep dive into the stigma of spiritualism and mental health. This is Gloria Mendez, a licensed professional counselor. Hey everybody, this is Saul and I'm a spiritualist and medium. Today's topic is the things that drain us. Yeah, so I did get a few suggestions about um, topics that uh, uh, that we should address. And one was actually about, are vampires real? And uh, another one was cleanliness uh, with spirituality and karma. Now, all three of those uh, situations can be draining for some people. Yes. If not everybody. Exactly. At some point. And no pun intended on vampires draining us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, when we say vampires, we're not talking about like vampires in, in Twilight. or any, No, not today. <laughs> um, we're, we're actually talking about energy vampires. Yeah. So I recently posted on my shop page, Reading Room Botanica, on Instagram and Facebook um, about energy vampires. And I think that's where the, obviously where that's where the uh, topic came from. Right. And it's a good topic. Yeah. It's a very good topic because um, whether you are aware of the fact that there are energy vampires, I guarantee that everybody has encountered an energy vampire. Energy vampires can be anybody from your family to your best friend to your coworkers. Exactly. To the lady that's riding next to you on the bus. Right. Or your neighbor. Anybody. Exactly. Yeah. So just for um, general information, how would you describe an energy vampire? Um, an energy vampire is someone that, um, you know, coming to talk to you and just their energy just drains you, you know, it could be anything from them standing next to you and just being like, hey, how's it going? You know, those small conversations to hey let this is what's happening on, in my life you know what i mean and it's just taking uh your energy and you know before they they approach you you're feeling great you're on top of the world then after that conversation it's time for a nap right <laughs> right you you get that sense that yeah. this person just kind of sucks the life out of absolutely. you absolutely um figuratively and physically um you just feel drained yeah. you and feel like um you you have nothing left to give yourself or anybody else. Yeah. You need that rest. You need that nap. You need to reset yourself. You need to ground yourself. And although you're feeling that way, that person that just took your energy is usually feeling the way you were feeling beforehand, where they're feeling good and they're feeling better and they can't wait to talk to you again. Exactly. They get something from that exchange. Mm -hmm. They they pick up that energy that you had and they usually seek you out mm -hmm. because they they feel your energy, they feel your vibration being high, and they they want to have that. They mm -hmm. they ache for it, mm -hmm. and so and it's they don't just target you; they target anybody like you that right. has the same vibration, correct? Um, which is high, which is um, a high vibration. It's um, you know that happiness that um, that love of life that um you know just that desire to be positive and and giving to the world right um this happens a lot in therapy okay. as therapists um therapists deal a lot with what are I'm called sure. energy Absolutely. vampires because people that come to therapy oftentimes are vibrating very low right and therapists, even on not good days, um, when they're in the therapy session, um, have our what we call our therapy hat on. And we've grounded ourselves in whatever way that we need to, mm -hmm. to be present for those mm -hmm. sessions. And we put our best foot forward and we are in good spirits. Right. And we present as what is needed for that person. And so they tend to take from us not only the information, but our energy oh, as well. Piece of you. Exactly. Um, and I, it, it's not a negative thing. Um, we want to share our energy with them. I would say it was, a, I think it is a negative thing. 
Uh, Not sharing the information, but they shouldn't be taking anything from you. Well, we want to model to them how to exist in a better light. And so taking some of our energy, but us having those boundaries Mm -hmm. and having the ability to protect ourselves. Right. um, You know, giving them a little bit of our energy, but having those boundaries and protective pieces in in place to where Mm -hmm. we're not giving so much of ourselves that, you know, we're spent after each session correct so when it comes to that nobody should be taking anything from you other than the information that you're providing that's your essence that's your um that's that's you those are pieces of you um so yeah but you're correct boundaries are 100 effective if that person knows how to effectively place them well yes yeah. yeah um and so I would really urge, you know, any and everybody, but especially those that are in helping professions, um, to really learn how to put up those boundaries right. in working with people, right. you know, people in healthcare, people in education, mm-hmm. um, people in grocery stores, anybody that um, That interact with the public to put up those boundaries and utilizing um, self-care and protective boundaries with people because it doesn't take long to lose that sense of self and that energetic field when you're exchanging words with somebody. Right. Um, And... It just takes that one person Mm -hmm. and then you feel it. It's like, what just happened? It's always that one person. It is. (laughs) It is that one person. Um, And and there's certain instances, um, you know, healthcare, mental healthcare, um, education, where you spend longer periods of time with individuals, um, your profession, um, that it's even more important because right. you have that more intense conversation, right. um, more intense interaction right. that you have to be more proactive and protective with yourself. I agree. But, you know, even because, you know, next week is Thanksgiving, people are going to be interacting mm-hmm. with family members. Um, we've got to be protective with family members. Absolutely. Um, we've talked about um, toxic family traits right. and, um, interaction with family you know being kind of uh, sometimes negative but you know we've got to kind of pick apart what makes it negative is it is it we're feeling that energy being pulled from us is it we don't have boundaries is it somebody in our family is an energetic vampire i you know it's all of the above Mm-hmm. It's all of the above. Um, energy vampires are everywhere. And most people know a couple. Um, but I will say, putting down boundaries, sometimes it's hard for people because they are, first of all, their personality is not a type of personality to be quote-unquote selfish. Right. Or, you know... Oh, I can't just leave them like that, or oh, they need my help, or oh, this, or oh, that. Exactly. Um, so, and like, you know, I tell people that come into the shop, you know, it's okay to wear your heart on your sleeve, but protect your heart on your sleeve. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, it's, it's a little bit of all of what you mentioned. And the thing is, though, boundaries is your protection, it protects you, it protects your vibe, your energy. It protects your family because, you know, if you're not feeling well, your family is going to be concerned. Or you, if you're coming from a family of empaths. Right. They're, they're all going to feel they're it. They're all going to feel it. Exactly. So, so why not have that open conversation right. and be honest and say, hey, this is what's going on with me. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I need to do to be the best version of myself. Right. Um, I hope that y'all can respect it. Um, if not, I still need to do this, um, and I hope eventually you'll get on board. Right. Or, you know, or, hey, this is not the time. Let's talk later on over coffee or, you know. Exactly. And that's a perfect time for you to 
uh, prepare yourself for that. Right. And maybe not have that conversation in the middle of Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> but right. maybe pull, you know, one or you two know. aside. Yeah. It's okay to say no. It's exactly. okay to say not right now. It's okay. Hey, you know what? Call me next week. Exactly. Exactly. Not everything needs to be a dramatic um, right event. There, yeah. Exactly. You know, some things can be tabled and done in private. Yeah. Um, but, but, Again, that's placing your boundaries. And once you start placing your boundaries, you're able to place boundaries everywhere else that you need to kind of watch yourself. You know what I mean? Um, again, it's protection. It's protecting not just you, but the people that you're closest to. Right. I kind of think of it as, you know, boundaries being that winter coat that you put on before you go out into the storm. Okay. You know, um, you wouldn't go out in zero degree weather and a snowstorm without your coat. Right. Um, so why would you not go out into the public without boundaries? Right. But again, it's hard. Some people find it hard to place those boundaries. Right. And I think that comes from, you know, our upbringing. Yeah, I think so too. Um, the way that, you know, depending on culture, depending on family practices, right. um, you know, we're just creatures of habit but it's also a, uh, i feel like it's also a self-esteem issue um, people pleasing mm -hmm. yeah uh, lots of people pleasing yes, issues absolutely you know the inability to say no for mm -hmm. the fear of not being liked or not right. being wanted right. right right that goes back to self-love which we've talked about right. in a podcast before Correct. you know you know we all want to be loved but we can't be loved by everybody right and that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow um, it's better it to be loved by the right people than loved by all. I agree. 110. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> what else do we have so today? What else? Let me see. Okay. Uh, karma. Is karma. karma real? Most definitely. Karma is definitely real. Um, so karma is inevitable. Karma doesn't have an expiration date. Karma is energy. Karma um, has a, a, an amazing memory. Karma is... So it's you planting seeds, right? Right. Everything that you do, you plant seed. Everything that you do has, a, has an outcome, right. whether it's um, positive or negative. Exactly. So, of course, we are going to... Um, you know, if we're doing something positive for ourselves or for anybody else, you'll see the outcome as being positive. And you don't think of that as karma. Right. Everybody thinks that karma is the negative, but right. karma is also positive. Um, yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying, you know, but if you're being negative towards yourself or others, others, right, you're going to reap that. Um, and it's usually going to be something negative as well. So karma is definitely real. Um, it may not happen as quickly as some may want it, want it to, but again, it will always come back around. Right. It's energy. Exactly. It's like a boomerang. It is a boomerang. Right. You know, everything we do is like throwing a boomerang. Mm -hmm. It always comes back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just what our intention is. Correct. Is how it comes back to us. Right. Right. Um, so what is your experience with karma? Um, so here at the shop, um, I get a lot of people that have been through um, bad situations, maybe with um, romantic partners mm -hmm. um, or just people in general. And I think it's human nature to want revenge. And so I'll get a lot of people that will come in here that have been heartbroken by regardless of who they want that revenge. I don't want them to move on. I don't want them to be happy. I don't, I want them to hurt the way they hurt me or whatever, you know? Right. Um, and a lot of times you don't have to do much because that karma is going to get them. And the thing is, you may not see it, but they're definitely feeling it because it's going to usually hit you where it's, it's going to hit the person usually where they're not going to want to conceal that um, information because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for whatever reasons. Because I'm not going to tell you, hey, you know what, I'm going through this or going right. through that. You know, if like if I love something so much or whatever, a uh, person, 
you know, some people may not talk about the problems. Right. You Sometimes you'll, you may never know. Exactly. And I think that's where people have a difficult time right. with karma is they want to know mm-hmm. what that karmic experience is yes. for the other person. Yes. And you're not going to know. Right. The majority of the time. Right. Um and it's energy. Exactly. You just have to have blind faith that people always get their karma. Just because somebody looks like they're having a good time, just because it looks like somebody's happy does not necessarily mean that. that that's just face value. Right. Anybody can act. Anybody can act. Right. And, and the majority of people are acting. Right. Everybody is not having the best time of their lives. Exactly. Um, people can put on a show. Um, and for a lot of people, they have to do that. To get through the day because their real life is not what it's really about. That's usually the case. Right. Exactly. That's usually the case. But yes, karma is real. Um, be careful with what you put out there. And, you know, I tell people when they come into the shop, you know, be careful with how they think of themselves. Think, be careful with how they perceive their own lives because if they're putting that out there, hey, my life sucks or, you know, oh, what else can go wrong? All of that's energetic. Right. All of that is um, information you're 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 manifesting exactly. without even realizing it. Exactly. You're tempting fate. Yeah. You're like, okay, so yeah. let me show them how right. what else can. And that's why that's why you know it's always good to be positive and say positive things about yourself and your life and your family and your friends and so on and so forth. And um, because you know karma, you can create karma for yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's self inflicted karma. Right, exactly. Um, so energy is energy, and energy is soundless. You know, it walks into the room before you do. So be careful with how you portray yourself, what you say about yourself. Don't curse yourself. Um, you know, and all of that that goes with that. <laughs> yeah, we we see quite a bit of like karma in the sense of like negative Mm self-talk um you know like revenge seeking um especially when people come in that are heartbroken like what you talked about um in therapy sessions um you know people that have gone through um tragic events or um have been victims or um of different types of violence um that just want revenge, um, things like that. Again, you know, this podcast is all about how, you know, spirituality and mental health kind of go hand in hand. This again is, is another reason and example of how they do go hand in hand because it's exactly the same thing. Um, and we kind of talk to those that come into the, the counseling rooms the same way it's like you know you got to be careful about how you're talking about things because mm-hmm. you know it it is energy it right. it is you know you're putting too much energy in things that you don't have control over per se what can you do for yourself right and it's kind of redirecting their energy to the things that they have more control over there instead of um you know, trying to put control over, you know, things outside of themselves. Plus, you're also putting too much energy and, um, you know, you're not allowing yourself to heal because you're so focused on that person and exactly. those types of energies. You're not allowed. It's, it's you're, taking power away from themselves. It's taking power away from themselves, but it's also creating a block. Right. So they're not able to move forward. Exactly. Um, and then they get stuck in that. Um, negative negativity and they get stuck in um, you know and after a while it's hard to get unstuck right so again be careful you know one's demise is different than somebody else's demise so just because you're heartbroken just because you know whatever happened to you was traumatic I get it yes you know poor you let's get you right let's get you on the right path of healing but that doesn't mean that 
they're not going through something that's completely different than right. what you expect them to go through. But they're hurting probably right. 10 times more than you are. Right. And you'll, sometimes you'll never know that. Exactly. Exactly. And spending that time focused on them takes away from you. It takes a lot from you. Exactly. And that's, that's almost, not, that's almost that's, talking about energy vampire right there. Exactly. I mean, it's indirectly, yeah. you know, right. they're indirect vampires. Yeah. Um, and you're feeding into it. Right. So, why? <laughs> so, but again, I think that's just human nature for us to want the revenge. It is. For it's, them to hurt the way we hurt. Um, but it, you know what? Just be happy. Right. And, you know, I actually posted uh, another post that I did uh, post on my Page. On my yeah, my uh, can't can't think this morning. Um, <laughs> on my uh, shop page was about you know what? Sometimes those are life lessons for us, right? You know, we can even go back and say, hey, it's kind of you know you didn't see those red flags coming, and you kind of went through it, right? And now you're reaping. I don't want to say you're reaping the rewards of it, but the effects of it, right? You're it, they're they're lessons. You're. Yeah. It's education. It's it's growth. It it is growth. But that's something that we gotta face. Not oh my god, they, look what they did. Now I want them to suffer. Yeah, no. It's more like okay, I I saw this coming. I knew this was happening. I need to face the reality of it right. and allow myself to heal so I can move on with my. That's growth, and that's moving on and uh, finding that you have built your character little bit more right strengthen yourself a little bit more right. and so on and so forth right gain that power from and having that's gone exactly through what it is that but you it, know sometimes people just dwell on the negativity right and you know it was a negative thing we can't discount right. that right but it happened and what what can you do about it you know, you can grow from it. Grow from you it. You can become more powerful from having gone through it. Right. Um, or you can stay stuck in it. Right. Two choices. Mm-hmm. Um, That's you, free will. Exactly. But the one thing you can't do is erase it. Right. Um, so, yeah. So that, can, that has many topics right there. Exactly. You know what I mean? But because we are talking about uh, karma, you know what? Karma's best left alone Right. And to just let do the its universe, thing. Yeah, let exactly. the universe do its thing. And again, uh, somebody's um, trauma may not be the same trauma that somebody else is going through. So just because you're seeing, oh, well, they're not hurting or they're not this. or How do you know that? Exactly. Because they're not telling you. <laughs> exactly. They're not, you, you're you, not, they're not posting it on Facebook, on social media. Exactly. They're not. Because they're smiling. That yeah. means nothing. Yeah. That means Correct. absolutely nothing. Correct. Um, you never know what somebody's been through. Exactly. Um, so we can't make assumptions about anybody. Correct. Or, or anybody's circumstances based on anything, you know, unless we have open, honest conversations with somebody and they openly share. And Which even is usually that, not the case. Exactly. Um, so you have to give grace to everybody and make no assumptions and the only assumption you can really make is that everybody's gone through some crap right. in their lives. And in 2023, somebody usually has. Exactly. Exactly. So we're all healing from something. Right. Um, at least that's what I hope is that we're all healing right. from something and not all just stuck in something. Right. Um, I agree. So, yeah, karma just needs to be left for karma. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we just need to keep moving one foot in front of the other, other and heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not just stay stuck. Yeah. Um, I like to, I personally like to say being stuck or choosing to be stuck is spiritual suicide. That's a good way to put it. Um, because... Again, once you're stuck and you refuse to, but you know, not to um, change what I was about to say. That's okay. Um, we'll put a pin in spiritual suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> pin that. Um, some people find comfort in that. True. 
some people don't want to move forward. Some people, they'll come and complain about it. Right. But refuse to do anything with it. That's the same in, in, in counseling is they love to come and like cry and mm-hmm. and talk about all the bad things that have happened um and it's like over and over but so, yeah. they they don't do any of the work right to move past it and and heal from it right. they just want somebody to listen to their story right um they just get something out of that um do i think it's helpful for them no, by no means do I think it's helpful for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they think it's helpful for them. Um, and that's when I have that conversation with them. What are you getting out of this? Um, and what are they, how do they usually answer? They usually kind of look at me funny like, <laughs> did you just say that? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I said that. I'm like, like, you've sat here for two months telling me the same thing. Wow. And when we check in on the assignments and the things that I've asked you to do, you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I honestly don't understand how I'm helping you. Right. Um, and what you're getting from me, you know, mm-hmm. how can I help you if you're not doing the things that I'm giving to you tools, to help you? Right. Exactly. So moving forward, what can we do differently? Yeah. Because um, we need to do something to move forward. Right, correct. Exactly. That, mm. That's the purpose of therapy. And we kind of go through, because in the informed consent, I, it talks about what therapy is and what the purpose is. And I'm like, you know, this is, you know, this is what we, we signed. Right. Um, <laughs> and um, this is not happening. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to break out that syllabus again. Exactly. It's <laughs> like, this is our treatment plan. Yeah. This is what you agreed that we were going to doing and so far not happening um but it's just you know being their accountability partner you know this is what you signed up to do but and that's basically what it is accountability exactly um and you know i would assume kind of the same thing except without the paperwork um for you know spirituality growth it's like you know you're wanting to grow spiritually but you're not doing so, things. Yes, yes. I have people that have come in who are like, I want to connect to my spirit guides. I want to connect to my spirituality. I want to, I want to um, solidify my spirituality, and you know. But they're pissed off at the past, and they're this and they're that. And one of the main things that I tell them, in order to connect to your spirituality, regardless of what part of your spirituality you want to connect to, you've got to let go. You've got to detach. You've got to heal all of that first before mm-hmm. you connect to your spiritual. Right. Um, and for, for most people, it's a lot because um, they're having to face those traumas. Right. Like what we just talked about. Exactly. Um, and some people do it within a month. Some people, you know, they're a constant work in progress. Right. Exactly. And some people kind of just have that part of their life in Be a closet. Be it that we're all works in progress. True. True. But some people kind of put that part of their life in a closet yeah. and kind of have normalized it. Right. Or have done something to that part of their life that have made it to where it quote unquote doesn't affect them. Right. Um, and so in order in hearing what you have to tell them, it's like they have to like erase everything that they've done and start from scratch, which is a hard thing for a lot of people to do. But yeah. it's a necessary thing to do. Yeah. And I don't necessarily, you know, when when we're talking about past traumas and starting shadow work and all that good stuff, I don't necessarily tell them, you got to erase it. I tell them, you got to make peace with it. Mm-hmm. That can't be erased. Right. And if you erase it, you, it's almost like a, it's almost like a, a footprint in your life. You know, it, it's part of who you are, although it's negative and traumatic, but it kind of is. Um, but also 
history tends to repeat itself and you don't want to make yourself um, vulnerable again or, you know, so you want to make peace with it for do the forgiving for you, not for them, making peace with it and then detach from it mm-hmm. to move on. It's kind of like an anchor. Um, yeah. You know, you're, you're being held down by an anchor. It's kind of like, okay, I recognize the anchor. I see the anchor and letting it, you know. Right. Uh, cutting it off and right. moving moving on. Yeah. Of course, you cut the rope and you're finally moving. You're, you set sail, but you somehow, I remember that anchor. Right. But it's no longer holding me down. Exactly. Or back or whatever. Exactly. It's just, it's a part of your past yeah, yeah. that you can look back on, right. but it, it's just, it's just part of you. Right. Um, but as far as people coming in and being comfortable in their chaos, um, the good thing about coming to get a spiritual reading is, yes, we do incorporate tarot cards. We do incorporate um, mediumship. Um so I'm able to be, hey, you know what? I get it. You're 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 comfortable in this chaos. However, you've got this other path that's full of, you know, right. greatness and um success and you know, whatever. Or you can stay here. And usually when people hear what? <laughs> I have options. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you see them kind of breaking that mold and they're starting to okay well what can i do how do i do it right give me a map yeah and i think that's a benefit of getting a spiritual reading versus no offense but getting going to therapy because i know in therapy it, it, it's you're um dealing with those issues and yeah you guys may be saying hey you know what there's a, a great world out there afterwards you know once you heal from this but here I'm able to give actually specifics and right. you know through spirit you know right. yeah um but yeah I'm not offended um thank you good <laughs> um but that I feel like yes it does give them hope and it does give them almost new eyes if you will right no i mean what you do is definitely highly beneficial for individuals that utilize your services because it is so very specific um and it it does give such light to a path that was not known right that it that can be now known and gives definitive direction right um and with additional visits gives additional confirmation of right. okay yes okay yep yep still going yeah got it right. um and so that gives a ton of comfort um and so yeah i don't don't discount anything that you do as far as giving individuals that insight into mm-hmm. you know what spirit gives through you to them. And I think for the most part, people want to know that there is something waiting for them on the other side of definitely their uh, trauma or negative um, outlook on their life or whatever. Because sometimes people think there's no hope. Right. And I think people feel that it's comforting. Mm. It gives them a sense of comfort that they're getting this information for themselves right. through a higher power. Yeah. Um, it's like, okay, I've got somebody watching out for me yeah. and giving me guidance. Right. Um, so like I could definitely see like some of my clients, even from the past would highly benefit from like, feeling lost and insecure and feeling like they have nobody in this world. If they had met you and gotten a reading would feel so much more um, connected and grounded knowing that they have direction. Send them my way. Well, I think they're not my clients anymore. Oh. For <laughs> um, future reference. Right. No, most definitely. Um, 
Yeah, we actually just talked about you in my staff meeting on third yesterday. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that my why my ears were ringing? Probably. <laughs> if it was in the noon hour, yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. We were talking about you yesterday. Cool. Um. So yeah, you might be getting some referrals. Yeah, sure. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's just this whole connection between um, getting guidance from a mental health professional that can give guidance in one way and getting guidance from you from a spiritual way. I mean, yes, the two separately are great in and of themselves. Right. The two together, so powerful. Yeah, you know, and I and I I think I mentioned before where I do have uh, certain clients that do go to therapy, mm-hmm. and then they'll come here, and um, a lot of the things that we say seem to mirror each other because they'll be like, "Oh my God, that's what my therapist said," and you know, um, they've told me that they've gone to their therapist and said, "Oh my God, that's what my spiritualist says," mm-hmm. you know. So it's funny that how that works, but. You know what? As long as you're getting what you need. Exactly. And you're growing from it. That's the main thing is that you're growing from it. Exactly. The thing is, is like like anything, the services that you use, mm-hmm. don't just waste your money for the sake of saying you're doing something. Do it with good intention and effort. Like and anything else. Exactly. And put your heart and soul into it and really mm-hmm. use it. Right. And and work at it. That's yeah. that's the only way that you're going to make improvement in your life. I agree. And then the last thing that we were going to talk about is cleanliness. cleanliness. Oh my gosh. Call the housekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> cleanliness and mental health, cleanliness and spirituality, um spiritual awakening, um and all that good stuff. Yeah. So so for cleanliness and mental health, um, cleanliness can be a sign or lack of cleanliness, I could say, is a, can be a symptom of mental health issues. So if someone is depressed, um, they typically stop taking care of themselves. There's a lack of hygiene, um, not bathing, not grooming. Um, they don't do dishes, they don't take care of their house. Um, there's also some lack of housekeeping with, um, ADHD. There's a thing called ADHD paralysis, um, where you just kind of get overwhelmed with, um, the clutter and you just kind of get paralyzed with it and you just leave it. Um, something with ADHD in adults is they thrive with organized chaos and organized clutter. Um, so if you know somebody with adult ADHD, their house typically has, um, lots of stacks of hoarding, not hoarding necessarily, but they, they have stacks of like stacks of mail stacks of papers, um, stacks of things, um, and they just stack stuffs, um, and don't touch their stacks because they know what's in that stack. Mm -hmm. Um, but then they'll get tired of those stacks every once in a while and they'll go through a mass cleaning, um, almost as if they're like manic and they'll just clean everything top to bottom and they usually throw everything away. Um, and then they, like, get all upset because they've thrown everything that they need away. And they mm. can't find anything. So it's part of that mental health issue. Um, so it, it's a fine line that they walk. Um, so it it's difficult. Yeah, um... I know I've heard of depression, people just wanting to sleep, not bathing, mm-hmm. um, not obviously not, not um, 
keeping up with their house chores, um, but days of it. And, right. uh, you know, with certain people, maybe a week or two or three yeah. of that. Um, but my thing with that is because you know your body, you know yourself, try not to let yourself get to that point, you know? Is it, can it be that easy to recognize it in like... So, honestly, I'll tell you, it's easier said than done. Right. If you have ever been in the state of severe major depression, in a psychotic break, schizophrenic, the last thing you care about is anything other than breathing. Like breathing is so a chore. So they'll recognize it and just not care. They're just Basically. happy that they're alive. Mm. So, yeah, they would rather just be in bed and just be left alone. So those types of people, would they be um, already in some type of treatment because it is so severe? or So they're either not in treatment yet, they've relapsed from treatment, mm-hmm. gone off their meds, meds aren't stable, um, any number of things. Okay. Um, some people don't like their meds, and so they they come off of them. Hmm. And if they're adults, you know, nobody can make them take their medication. Right, of course. Um, some of the side effects of the medications um, make people not want to take them. Um, a lot of the antipsychotic medications mm-hmm. um, cause a lot of weight gain, and mm. so people will get off of them. Because, because they're gaining weight. Because they're gaining weight. See, that weight. doesn't make sense to me. If you care about that, then why would you care about anything else? You know what I mean? It, you know, <laughs> it's it's a slippery slope yeah, there. Yeah, you're right. It's a slippery slope. You're right. It just doesn't make sense to me. Why would you care about if you're gaining weight or not, the way right. you look, the way you feel, but then you're going to let yourself slip into this um, downward spiral where it's even worse. You know what I mean? Right. I, some people would rather be, you know, a size four and stay no, in bed I, I, than... I get that, but it's just, it, that's just crazy to me. Pardon my <laughs> pun. Um, so when it comes to cleanliness and spirituality, one of the things that you need to do when you're trying to connect to your spirituality is you do need to... Um, it is good to be organized... Um, as far as like your room and your home, your space, and definitely cleansed, cleanse it, clean it, uh, physically and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like they say, uh, what do they say? Cleanliness is next to godliness. Well, mm-hmm. that kind of has a little truth to it because you have to remember, um, as long as we are living beings, we do have the God complex in us because we are our own divine creators. Mm-hmm. So if we're wanting to move forward in our spirituality and um, be stronger in it, make it, you know, um, be the best that we can be. And, you know, we do definitely need to have a well cleaned space area Um Make sure our our uh our our spiritual tools are clean. Our statues, our altars, our um you know wherever we're we're our meditation meditative spaces, just everything, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, it's, uh, spirits of light usually don't come near situations that are not cleansed or clean. Yeah, and usually that's where you will find darker energies and so on and so forth so yeah. you got to be careful with that that's why i always encourage people to you know rearrange your space your furniture and your spaces because that's going to shift that's going to obviously make you clean right um open up that energy. yeah open up those portals um and uh shift those energies and create movement and motivation and all that that good stuff um and then, you know, of course, spiritually cleanse it with, you know, your incenses, your sages, your smudges or whatever, whatever it is that you use. Um, because when it comes to cleanliness and spirituality, those are, they, they go together. Yeah. Yeah. 
definitely. Yeah, I mean, so what would you say? So I have my own belief system about it, but what would you say about people that are diagnosed with mental illness or severe mental illness and their connection with spirituality? So, if somebody that is diagnosed with some type of mental illness, they still can connect to the spiritual realm. The only thing is, again, there, they need to make sure that they're being cleansed. Cleansing their space. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Cleansing their spaces. Because if they're not, because they are so open to their spiritual, they're going to invite, without even inviting, it's just automatically going to come. Um, those negative energies, those negative forces. And and unfortunately, darker energies are usually the tricksters. Most of them are tricksters. Right. So they're going to mess with that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as that person um, can is in control of their mental... Um, Faculties. Yeah. And they're cleansing their spaces. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They'll be fine. Okay. I was just wondering. Because... Um, I, I seem to think that in in my practice thus far with mm-hmm. uh, mental illness, the individuals that tend to be more prevalent with severe depression, mm-hmm. um, bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. um, schizoaffective disorder, things like that, tend to have a stronger connection with mm-hmm. the spiritual realm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, like anything else, it's how they manage it. They can mm-hmm. be in severe depression. They can be manic. They can be all these things. But as long as they're managing it well and taking care of their spiritual, they'll be completely fine. And they're probably going to be strong at it. And they're probably going to be able to. That's where you'll probably get your readers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the people that can read you. Um, that's where you're probably going to get your, um, healers as well. And, um, I mean, one can even look at myself if we weren't in the situation in time and place that we're in now, I could probably be considered as maybe some, I have some type of mental illness, you know what I mean? Right. But I mean, as long as like anything else, you're in control and you are, um, uh, doing things the way that they should be done, you'll be fine. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. And usually they already know what to do. They know how to cleanse themselves. They know how to cleanse their spaces. They already, you know what I mean? Right. Because if um, they're open to these, and usually people with mental illness, they may even be connected to higher levels or higher vibrations of spirits. So they're going to take care of them. Those mm-hmm. spirits are going to take care of them and they're going to make sure that they're not going to fall. But now, if you are a spiritual person going through these situations and you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you're not bathing, you're not uh, cleansing your spaces, you want to sleep all day, it's going to be harder for you because guess what? Those darker energies, that's where they want you. Right. And that's where they're going to keep you. So you can look at it that way too. Right. Mixed blessings. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know if that's a blessing or not. Well, I, I, I think it's a blessing that, you know, you have that connection. It's mixed because... I don't get... think it's a blessing if you're going to allow yourself to let those dark energies hold you back and hold well, that's you down. Well, that's the mixed part. You've got to, it's mixed because you've got to be careful and take care of yourself. Right. Um, because which of goes, the darkness. Which goes back to what I was saying. If Well, I guess I should have been more... Um, I should have been more, uh, with, uh, I should have clarified that if a spiritual person has depression, mm-hmm. I don't really know any spiritual people to go have, to have depressions and have mental illnesses. Um, I have met them in the past. I don't know anybody currently, but they have been, um, they take their meds they do what they're supposed like i said they do what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. and they're fine and they're you know right on track yeah they're on track right. with um with their spiritual because again their spiritual takes care of them right well the majority of people that that 
have depression and things like that, they don't really like the way that feels. And so they take their meds and they take care of themselves and they yeah. do what they need to do. Right. Um, but there are, you know, I have encountered, you know, a handful that are just like, mm, nope. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like anything, it's how you manage it. Right. If you're grounded and you're doing what you're supposed to do for your spiritual um, and you're taking your meds, you'll be fine. You'll just, you know, just be, again, that's where that confidence needs to be. Am I confident that my spirit guides are talking to me? Yes, no. But that's anybody, that's like anybody else. It is. It is. Right. Yeah. This has been a fabulous discussion. Thank you. It sure has. Yes. And thanks for all of the um, suggestions from our listeners. Oh, yeah. Keep them coming. Yes, please do. Keep this, them coming. This, these were great Hopefully topics for Hopefully that helped and clarified a few things. Exactly. But, yeah, um, I'm constantly posting things on uh, um, my Facebook and Instagram for the shop, The Reading Room Botanica. Um, regarding spirituality and uh, so on and so forth. So if you have any suggestions, questions, keep them coming. You can DM um, the shop page or uh, all our information's on there as to get in touch with us as far as like calling us or texting us. Um, you can even send your questions and your suggestions through text as well. And um, again, it's Reading Room Botanica on Instagram and Facebook. I am starting. I am barely getting on with the program of getting a TikTok for the shop. So Yay! stay tuned for that. <laughs> Can't wait for the dances. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, again, I'm in San Antonio, Texas, uh, South Town, Reading Room Botanica. So let us know if you need us. We are here for you. And if you are wanting to explore some mental health um, assistance, you can go to www.ellementalhealth.com. Um, we've got two clinics in San Antonio. You can type in your zip code and find the clinic closest to you. If you are in Texas, we offer virtual sessions anywhere in Texas. Um, we offer um, insurance, private pay, sliding scale. Um, and you can also follow us on Instagram for the, um, podcast page. It's at spirituality underscore mental health 210. You can also DM us there with any suggestions or questions. We are on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and Amazon music. And we will be back next week. Friday with another podcast. Yes. Until then, happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Enjoy your family with boundaries. With boundaries. Be careful with the karma. Yes. And be per careful with energy vampires. Energy vampires. So another thing, real quick, <laughs> should you feel drained because of being with family and you know um, friends around energy vampires that you feel that they're energy vampires. Cleanse yourself. Yes. Um, if you don't know how to do it, get in touch with the shop. We'll show you how to do it. We'll even do it for you. Exactly. And if all else fails, you need a little um, revive, go outside and stand in the grass barefoot. Mm -hmm. Until next week, take care. Bye. Bye, guys.